0: hello and welcome to the frozen tundra dynasty podcast i'm your host the commission austin coombs next to me as always is my co-host jacob sanderson and um Austin is so fortunate to be joined by two managers
1: today that actually did make the playoffs. Um, I'd like it noted for the record that in three leagues that I'm in with Austin, Austin has made the playoffs in zero. Zero. That's not not even one. It's less than one. It's greater than negative one. It is zero. Um, my name is Jacob Sanderson. Clear eyes and full hearts can't lose, but Austin can. Uh, who's with us today, Austin?
0: Sorry, give me you a second loser. to finish crying. You know what? Our, uh, our friend over here, Kieran Hall. What's going um, on, everyone? It's going terrible because you ruined my fucking week. <laughs> but uh, past that, it's going great. All right, Kieran, why don't you shift a little bit? How do you know us all? Um, and who are you?
2: Uh, well, I've
0: actually known Sid the longest.
2: She was my neighbor as a child. Uh, what was that like? What was Sid like as a child?
0: Can you please enlighten the podcast?
2: Uh, or just me? <laughs> uh, well... I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tough start. <laughs> uh, Tough start. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. She was cool back then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but back then. Only back Oh, oh wow. Wow, wow. 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 Okay. She, we can she roast her. She she was, was, I hope Sid doesn't listen to this thoughts. She used to be an Irish dancer, and that's the reason why I went into it as a kid as well. Oh. So there we go. Wow. Wow. Sid. wow. Yeah. yeah. Shout
0: out, Sid. Um, yeah. Fun fact I learned that a year into dating, and like that's my like number one crush is dating an Irish dancer. Oh, and, like, really? I am like. The way hmm. gets Love, it. I, I don't know what it is, but like when I went to Ireland and we saw one live in a pub, I was just like, Sid, I'm not coming home. Yeah. <laughs> she's got an accent and she dances. And she came back. She's like, You know, I Irish dance and play fiddle. And I'm like, Huh? Sold. Anyway, so you've known Sid the longest.
2: Yeah. And then the rest of us? And then uh, Jake, oh, well, Austin was uh, Shinerama co chair. When were you? 20. Mm-hmm thirteen. yeah and then i did it in 2017 at u of m so i met you through there yeah. and then jacob through the extension of the umsu csa relations and stuff like that over the mm-hmm. past couple of years or two yeah. years so well, whoa sorry i'm working on my drops hey, for later sexy, in the episode man. and uh and uh, oh. and uh, we're,
1: and now you just got a little spoiler. How Kieran was able to nail that song in one note is yeah.
2: alarming about your disco knowledge. Oh, that's you not that know that. That was a one note <laughs> nail. That was good.
1: Thanks, man. That's my, a good song. You gran- have to cut that out of the pot, Austin, because uh, <laughs> that'll ruin the drop. No, later, my
0: but... uh, my grandmother, uh, my grandfather's name was Malcolm, and my grandmother spent her entire life thinking that the lyrics were "I believe in Malcolm." Really? Yeah
2: wow yeah, so miracles yeah it, okay it yeah. is again you're gonna
0: have to cut us out of the pod that's it's really okay gonna but me. uh we we're happy to have kieran join us i'm here uh i'm gonna commentate on some playoffs that i'm not participating in um yeah and sucks. so uh yeah it's kind of uh
1: yeah but otherwise on the pod this week um while we're gonna go through we're gonna recap the week yep uh um, big week we're gonna do the power rankings our final uh power rankings that, that will involve 12 teams or i guess ah, we have the 12 ball we can yeah. do 12 teams um then we're gonna do a requiem for the dead we're gonna talk about um uh why why each of you you that didn't make the playoffs um didn't i don't think austin gets to participate in that segment uh, because uh you clearly don't understand the wisdom of, of what a oh, playoff making team God. can do. um but we'll also look at one bright spot for the future um as, as to why things can go better for you next year and then uh we're gonna do a breakdown of the playoff slate of games um austin's insisted on his continuing relevancy so we'll do a little breakdown of the toilet bowl slate of games um, countdown to clown costume 2020 and uh yeah so let's let's get this started here
0: yeah so uh we're gonna start uh right away here and i have prepped prepping for this but i have several questions so our quick question of the day today uh who do you think was the number one fantasy bust of the year who cost people like me playoffs across the fantasy landscape i will juju do you think Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be one of the?
1: I, if we were looking at what player is drafted on the most lineups that missed playoffs, I think it has to be Juju because there's a lot of a lot of players that are bad, but someone that people were investing a first round pick in or an early second round pick in that that's been like, frankly, barely startable mm-hmm. for pretty much the whole season. Um, you know, like. He His level of production is what you would have expected from Cole Beasley. And yeah. You, and you drafted him probably in the 1-2 turn, which is already a tough spot to draft. So I, I, I would anyone who made the playoffs with Juju on their roster throughout, um, especially in a season-long league where you don't get to trade draft picks and do that kind of stuff, uh, that's an impressive feat. And I don't imagine that there are many teams with that.
0: Karen, do you have someone in mind that uh, maybe sticks out to you that really hurt? Uh,
2: can I say Michael Thomas just to... Just no I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Pittal view is not Michael Powell. No, it is it's not. not the
2: Statistically uh, speaking, as a as a as a Giants fan, I have to say if I drafted Saquon first overall yeah. and he's missed that much time and you were yeah. really banking on that, I would be uh quite disappointed overall just in terms of his production.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. it yeah, um, honestly, uh, I showed this to Jacob last week uh, after we were done here, but um, this is my team that I drafted in one league. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Um, so let me just pull it up here. Uh, I took the 101, and I took uh, Saquon Barkley. Right. Um, I took Saquon Barkley at the 101. I followed it up by taking Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, I then got Antonio Brown. Those were the first 3 picks I made. Oh. So my answer was going to be one of the two. It was going to be Oh yeah, OBJ. Uh, was, OBJ yeah. yeah. Definitely or David Yuck. Johnson, who was consensus, I'd say RB5. Yeah,
1: David Johnson is in the mix. The only reason I don't say him is that Juju's value and and Saquon's with the injury um like cratered immediately. DJ maybe, hopefully, if you drafted him, maybe at least you traded him. Because he, he was good for half the season.
0: And he was. And, like, he helped me in the in the league. I had him as a keeper. He helped me a ton. He helped me get the playoffs. My team's going to get murdered in the first round of that league. But at least I made the playoffs because he existed. Uh, and the other one I want to bring up here is just OJ Howard. Um, I got lucky in, in this draft that I said that I had Saquon, OBJ, Antonio Brown. I missed out on OJ Howard and was super upset and instead drafted Evan Ingram, who's been injured a lot, but, like, would you rather have Evan Ingram or OJ Howard looking back?
1: Uh, I'd rather have I think um, like a wet
0: poop than OJ Howard. <laughs> Would you have rather had tight end number uh, ten off the board, Austin Hooper, or eleven of Mark Andrews? Uh, anyone anyone
1: who drafted OJ Howard was severely hamstrung. I drafted OJ Howard in this league, and and it it it, it was definitely the most catastrophic um, decision that I made for sure. OJ Howard was a just a life ruiner.
0: Yeah. So uh, the, gonna... the
1: combination in picks and back-to-back rounds between Brandon Cooks and O.J. Howard was rough. It's
0: real impressive that you squeaked into those playoffs backwards on your ass, crawling. Yeah. Shout-out Sid for completely screwing me. But uh, Austin, you know, the funny thing is
1: you actually had a 35-point lead on me in the points four and a one-game lead going into the last two weeks. And you managed to average um, 103 points over your last two weeks. Uh, something mm-hmm. or was it was it that bad? Maybe it was a little bit less bad. It was like you were in the. Did you even hit hundred in week twelve? I don't think I hit hundred. No, I did. I barely barely hit 100 did. In so week you 12, probably averaged like 105, 106. Uh-huh. If your if your average point total in the most in the two crucial weeks of your fantasy season, um, can be a radio station that mm-hmm. you can get in Winnipeg. Things didn't go well for you. The Celtics outscored you tonight. One
0: oh four point one, is what my average was, and I love a good country station. So, yeah. Um, so we're going to move on here We're going to go back to our weekly recap Of last week I uh, just got to bring it up here uh, Obviously had some big Big games There was a lot of movement Besides the obvious Who made playoffs and who didn't um, One of the ones that Jacob really brought up is um, Trevor really fucked himself Trevor got boned Yeah on that last night And like Awesome on tre- like Trevor screwed other people While also getting screwed himself So at least if he was getting screwed he was making sure other people got screwed over at the same time, so, um, yeah, so we're going to go over, um, probably the least important games first, um, sorry, don't have a lot of Wi-Fi down here in Jacob's basement. It's Shaw two 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 two. great Wi-Fi at a great price. Is this a pizza commercial, or is this a Shaw commercial? <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're looking back here. Uh, shout out Jacob for being the worst manager of the week, as I just saw that scroll by. But That's right. Um, we're going to go over to some of the more inconsequential games first. 69%. So it's very nice. 69%. It was very nice. <laughs> was very
1: nice. 69%. So our first
0: game that really didn't do a lot here, um, Tom, who was worried for a little bit about winning, uh, beat Brad um, by about 15 points here, um, securing himself the second overall seed. Um Big, big win there just to make sure nothing got weird or funny. Um, completely got Hendo out. Um, so Hendo is now going to be locked in.
1: Na-na-na-na.
0: Na-na-na-na. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, nah. Hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. So Hendo is now locked into the third pick in the draft. Oh, wait. Who owns Hendo's pick? Uh, that would be me. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. We have the third Woo! One DeAndre Swift, let's go. Yep. Can't wait to take him in front of you.
1: That's, honestly, if you take him in front of me, that's fine, because then I just get whichever one of Burrow and Tua no one can take, so that's yeah. fine with me. You know what, here's, here's. I saw a mock draft today that I had Tua falling to the Colts, and I came. I I, I, I did, I'm not going to lie about it. If, yeah. if I had the third pick, and Tua came to the Colts, and then I got to draft
0: Tua on the Colts, I I would instantly to turn into Tom. I, I, would, I would
1: legitimately, Tom.
0: I would legitimately take two ahead of you just so you couldn't do that and then trade him to you, you for you a four. Take second. him two overall? Yeah, I take him two overall. Uh-huh. Also you know you've been single for a while and that's what gets you excited. But um <laughs> that's it's not untrained. So our next it's our next untrue. game here um, Habib uh take a uh, just a shocking loss to Jameson. Jameson putting up the top score of the week barely by one point uh one eighty four to one twenty four um Jameson, where was this production all season? You just needed to, you know, not blow your ear. Yeah, I mean, it's they the
1: blow vampire. You only get that if you listen to the footballers podcast. Uh, well, I would say that <laughs> Jameson's production was on my team because everyone that went off for him was pretty much a previous member of my team that I I decided to trade to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so enjoy, Derek Henry take good care of him. Derek Henry, come our strong. Uh,
0: hamstring He's, injury right now. Oh, uh, does he? Yeah, he just got reported about that. So. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to go something. pick up Dion Lewis in some leagues. Yeah. Well, um, get me some Lewis. Well, he didn't practice today, I should say. But, um, that game really, it locked, uh, Jameson wasn't going anywhere. He was always going to be the number two pick, which is great because I have his pick. Uh, and then Habib made things a little interesting, um, tying for the division lead now, but he ends up getting the third seed, uh, and will, you know, make playoffs easily. Um, in the upset of the week, I would say, um, Trevor Parish coming out of nowhere uh, and beating Marty's team, who just didn't put up the points that they usually did. Um, one thirty-two to one twenty-one. This game was over before the Monday Nighter, and then Rashad Penny came in and Rashad Pennyed, um, and so he, he killed it.
1: He just he killed it. I, big time. You know, I always say first round picks should always be on running backs. That's what I've always said. Have you? No, no, no. no don't should. waste no, it. Yeah.
0: So Rashad Penny putting up twenty six point seven legitimately carrying Trevor to the win, not only knocking Marty out of the playoffs uh, when he literally had it on a silver platter. Hey,
2: thanks so much. I just picked up Dion Lewis in two leagues. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Is he available in the dynasty? It's today? a sleeper.
0: Why? I don't believe so. I think somebody picked him up. I think were, actually were, were uh, check Adam it on. did. Um,
2: Dion?
1: Dion? Coco, Coco has Dion. Dion.
0: Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, Trevor with the big win. He's locked into the first pick. Uh, his rest of his night kind of falls apart, though. Um, so Coco... Beats Adam, puts up the second-highest score of the week, a 183. Woo! Beats Adam by seven points. Adam put up 176. That literally would have beat every single matchup, I think, except the one he had, and if he was playing Jameson. The two worst teams in the league put up the worst... Yeah, I feel so
1: bad for Adam. He's really had a tough go this
0: season. He's the number one overall seed, even with that loss. Probably rested a few guys, you know, got them ready for the playoffs. That's true, yeah. There you go. And then the two co-games of the week... these were both up in the air, right into Monday Night Football. We're starting where, with yours? Where I, don't, I don't even know which one. I'll just Let's tell start you with
1: yours because I got a drop.
0: Um, Sorry, hold up before you hit the drop. Oh. The lighters are out. <laughs> I had a bad day! <laughs> and here's the thing, like going into... Monday night. I knew I'd already lost to Kieran and I was needing some luck. But like I just talked to Jacob's mom upstairs and she told me that the feeling in the Sanderson household going into Monday night was uh, was not good, to say the least. That Jacob had pretty much given up hope of making the playoffs. He had tried to explain to her his mom, who really doesn't know a lot about football unless it's the bombers. Yeah. Um, and even on
1: the bombers, like the, the bulk of her knowledge is usually screaming go mm-hmm. loudly.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh that works. Usually. She she gathered <laughs> yes. enough to know that the odds are stacked against them mm-hmm. and that there's a lot of fist pumping, cheering, yep. and a big comeback. So these kind of are co games here. Jacob beat Sid 120 to 112 in the most. Where are you from?
1: You sexy thing.
0: You sexy thing. Woo! Fuck you, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, we love Tyler Lockett's retirement. This is Tyler Lockett's retirement party here. Literally went into that game being like, There's no way Sid loses this. Tyler Lockett will catch at least four or five balls. It's Tyler Lockett. He's gonna do great. And I just watched on and on as the points don't come and the points don't come and the points don't come. And like not like your guys went off.
1: Uh they no were rather mediocre. Uh, they it was it was it was a mediocre performance by all Kirk was, was I mean a great second half. First half he caused me stress. Mm-hmm. With one quarter to play, I had zero combined touchdowns from Jameson Kirk.
2: Mm-hmm. I managed
1: my team horrifically. Mm-hmm. I left James White and the best RB performance of the week on the bench. We left Duke Johnson on the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did everything possible you wrong. You deserved the win. I manager. deserved the loss. I, I, I got a nice 69% rating by Sleeper. Um, I tried to hand it to Sid. It was a it was everything I could to do it, and then she got in anyways because you and Marty were, were even so much of, so abysmal that Sid got in with a 6-7 record and a 112-point performance with zero catches yeah. from Tyler Law. Is there a reason why she
2: benched Deshaun Watson?
0: Yeah, so Deshaun Watson up against New England. So her and I debated this for a long time and tried to give her some thoughts on it. Her and you, I thought it was her um, team. It is, but she likes mm. to ask my opinion on football, and I said, New England's got the best defense in the league. Sam Darnold is playing the Bengals. And Jared so, Goff so is So she took advice Cardinals. from a non-playoff team. Uh, yes. That's said, that's unfortunate. I said pretty simple. The Bengals have a bad defense. The Cardinals have a bad defense. The New England has the best defense in the league. Well, at least we thought that until they sucked. But well, that I was her, and flu. she's like, you know what? I need some boom if I'm going to beat Jacob, rather than the sure thing. And she didn't need any boom. I, okay. all of, I,
1: gave, I left all
0: my boom on my bench. The thing is, she wouldn't have played Jared Goff. She would have left Sam Darnold in there for sure, because she was more confident Interesting. in that one. Interesting. Um, because
1: Sandra I called the golf one. I, I texted you early in the week and I was like, I'm starting golf in a must win in yep. 10 men. Yep. I, I was very disappointed when she put golf in.
0: Yeah. I,
2: I had a high expectation. And
0: golf went off, but only yeah. given
2: her four extra points. she had started to over golf. So it wouldn't even make yeah. a difference. No, again. she would have <laughs> needed to do it over Sam.
0: Yeah. yeah. If she played over Sam, I'd be in the playoffs right now. I'd be a lot happier, which again, is someone who gives her advice as she's learning fantasy football and explains things. I wish I would have given better advice. But no, I would start game? with giving your own.
1: I would start with giving yourself some advice, uh, and that advice would be to consider making the playoffs in any league. That's for money.
0: Yo, shout out, hey, for future Austin, if you listen back to this uh, this podcast, I want you to remember: don't draft players with risk. You tried it this year; everything backfired. Don't draft OBJ. Don't draft Antonio Brown. Those were both guys that every time you Antonio. did a mock draft, Antonio. you didn't believe in. Antonio Brown, I drafted in every money league because he was just mm. there. And I felt so right. And if he doesn't leave Oakland, I think that Derek Carr and that Antonio stack is money. But he did leave Oakland, Blanche. He did he leave Oakland. did. Anyways, that's a great reference. Yeah. Just love Dante Pettis. Uh, no, I traded him yeah, to Habib. Yeah, was Dante fish. I traded him to Habib.
1: How's, I guess, how's like, Dante's Inferno doing these Dante's, days? Dante's
0: Inferno is ice cold.
1: So, that is our... Uh, you know, Devontae is back, though. Yeah, Devontae Parker. My old team name, Devontae's Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> back when I... Devonte Parker, my um, boy, he's
0: How does it feel to win two games in a row for the first time this season? You know, oh, hey. I have to say,
2: this, this has been the most bizarre... Fantasy season I've ever been in for a team because I was actively trying to lose. Mm-hmm. And, and was, well, that's when you start winning.
0: That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's how it that's happened
2: the, for me. Then yeah. I started to trying to win. Then I lost. I traded Austin Hooper, Julian Edelman, Damian Williams, and Ronald Damian. Jones. Damian mm-hmm. Williams. And and what's and your, still somehow made the playoffs. And Carry On and got hurt. What's your pick? Yeah. Carry On. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like, was that six starters that you could yeah. play every yeah. week gone, and you gone. still make it? And yeah, it's resiliency. Yeah, no, it's it really is, and a little it's, bit of luck. Yeah. Who do you credit
1: for helping get you get you there? What was what was the key moves you made, or the players that that, that came alive
2: for you? Maybe a good draft pick. I'd have to say, uh, hanging on to James Washington mm-hmm. was a late round pick of yeah, mine. that was a good one. Uh, has put up 21-19-19. Eight, nineteen, 19 and 11 the past five weeks so I literally i'm you were victimized by james washington yeah like personally. the two of
0: us i remember saying that um John johnson james washington is literally a coin flip because one of them would go off i said i liked washington yeah. better and i, I did say that. I, I probably liked washington better i yeah. thought about it because duck throws the ball deep no ah not. flack yeah so yeah. that's our weekly wind up um yeah i'm gonna move on quick here um quickly let's talk about our guest here kieran hall uh, welcome. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for joining the league. Karen's one of the last ones to join. Not one of the last last ones to join the league, but definitely outside the first group that joined. But yeah. I'm very happy you're here. I'm not so happy because you beat me. Saw your Insta story. Uh, I was like,
2: I'll join a Dynasty League. Yeah,
0: well, yeah. I uh, definitely had to learn a thing or two about Dynasty when you're like, wait, how many players do I keep? And I said, All, All of them.
2: I was unaware <laughs> of the difference between a keeper and a Dynasty League. Yeah. So. There we go. So now you have your team. So um. And that was after the draft, in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> yeah. so, I went into the draft okay. assuming, not knowing how many players I was going to keep. So. So you know what? Um. I have of that, to say it worked out though.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna take a quick look back. Can you remember who you took at number oh. one overall? Your first round pick. Oh, I
2: was just looking at it. Uh, it was Mike Evans. It was Mike
0: Evans? Great, what a great pick. Look at this. Listen great to the start. Pick. Mike Evans. Lit. Nick Lit. Chubb. let Carry on Johnson. Me on my way, with Baker Mayfield. Oh. In a dynasty. Not, no, no, he's no, he's deceased. Oh, that, that was... He's deceased. When
2: Lamar was taken two picks later, and Russell Wilson and Dak were taken in, yes. within that
0: round. no good. Yeah. Yeah, don't blame me on that. Maybe that wasn't the right call. Darius Geis. Yeah, he um, looks good. Yep. Yeah. He looks good. Damien Williams. He had his moments. Um, he, had he's, he, he might play this week. Courtland Sutton, Julian Edelman, Cortland Sutton, what a huge pick. Like The Hoopster. He got Hooper and Andrews, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's insane. You hit them both at the late round James 10. Washington in that uh Josh Rosen and Jacoby Brissett is gross, but you can't get them all. There's also like no quarterbacks left at that point. That was
1: after Habib just fucked us all.
0: Yeah. Ronald Jones, Gus Edward, Marquis good Ron like Jones. Jacoby Myers a young guy. Deontay Johnson, another young guy. I had, no, he had no head Deontay Johnson. Malcolm Brown, Josh Reynolds, and the Steelers defense. How do you feel coming out of the draft? Because I just read that and I feel good. Uh, I mean hindsight was 2020 back then but I was so uh, the quarterback
2: that 11th round when literally every quarterback in the yeah league was I remember that I didn't like that I was at school driving to the draft and I had queued up I think probably every one of those quarterbacks <laughs> and then <laughs> I remember uh, you text me
0: like, I'm leaving now are you getting there and be like I queued everyone and then
2: I pulled over just to check like five minutes before Sid's house and literally <laughs> everyone was gone I was like Josh Rosen, it is. Let's go. <laughs> you so gotta look like Josh Rosen. So t- Josh Rosen. Doesn't he look at him? It looks like Josh I Rosen.
0: I can see it. Maybe I guess.
2: I've been told it looked like Gordon Hayward, but that's you, that's you also did. do look. Like,
1: I think you look like identical to Josh. We're gonna do a, a picture profile here. Okay. Okay.
0: But as you take your picture, I definitely get the Gordon Hayward comparisons. Yeah. Uh, are yeah, you a basketball you player? Do look like Gordon uh, I
2: am. yes, yes. Right.
0: Who would win on one-on-one, Jacob or Kieran? I'm not sure. I'm. I've been off my
1: game. I haven't played in a while. When's the last would? time you played competitively?
2: Uh, high school competitively, but just
0: intramurals here and there. Did you play on the varsity team, or did you sit go. on the bench of the varsity? Team? Uh sat on the bench of the varsity. Okay, cool. Team. I think I could beat Kieran then, because I also sat on the bench of my varsity team, and both of our varsity teams would have been ranked top ten.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I was pretty happy overall. Definitely aired on the side of young players over uh, age in any pick I decided to do. So, I think now yeah. even on my team, Todd Gurley uh and Mike Evans are the only player and the only legitimate players in my team that are past their 3rd year in the league I think now. Well, I was wow. going to say I was like I was oh, going to wow,
0: say wow. are you calling them old cuz I'm like Mike Evans is 26.
2: I know, but Mike
0: but Evans yeah, but yeah, you're
2: not wrong. And then Gurley's the only one that's like right and Gurley has the the knees of a of a yeah. grandmother, but he he's looking he's being more used recently. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say that's the only player that is not has like is probably past there. Yeah, apex. I gotta, I gotta say here, like looking at your. Team, these two don't
0: look the same. Um, like I can see. I it, see I it. It's oh, jo- I, I see think.
2: Josh Rosen more than Gordon Hayward. We're we're gonna put this in the chat.
0: All right. So you got you picked up a couple seconds here um, for the draft upcoming. Um, I actually think you did exactly what I wanted to do, but you did it better. Is you kept a nice young team with lots of building blocks. And then tried to make the playoff by accident kind of thing. Right. So yeah. you, you did. Chance. You yeah. did make the playoff. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of that. I am fully aware of that. Um, I'm glad you're aware. So thank you. Um, yes, how do you feel about your team now?
2: Uh, I feel pretty good. The quarterback situation on my team is what I'm not that excited about at all. So hopefully going to get a quarterback draft. Yeah, that's the thing. So there's probably what five or six that will be starters or legitimate players. Mm-hmm. Depends on... Where they end up, mm-hmm. so yeah. hopefully grabbing at least one of those, uh, and Baker can turn it around. And do you have multiple firsts here? Just one, just, just one. one. So you have a seconds. bunch of seconds. I, I have yeah. three seconds okay. and a third. So oh. those seconds. Yeah, I have my own, yours, and Habib's. I think. I am BQ. I can always.
0: That's, oh, Tom. that's Tom. Tom. Yeah. I try and call him Brad every time because the B throws me off. But um yeah, yeah. Let's quickly look at Kieran's team. Um, we're gonna keep pushing on here. Um, you want to do the Requiem now? Yeah, let's let's start from the bottom. We'll work our way to the top. So we're going to look at Trevor then first here, um, who just, I think, off of his draft alone, um, kind of put himself in a position where he really didn't have a choice but to rebuild. Honestly, he didn't draft that great. Um, Trevor's never been known to be a strong drafter, though, so... Well, is that but, his reputation around the league? That is, yeah. Yeah, I would say that is. Um... Oh, are you posting the photo of Kieran that just popped up on my laptop? Yes. I love it. So, um, where Trevor wow. went wrong, I really think it went wrong in the draft for Trevor in a lot of ways. Um, you know what? Like, you got a little bit of bad luck early, but you look at his uh, his division, um, and it's it was a winnable division, definitely. Um, but as I pull it up here, um, there are certain players that he was definitely high on that I know him and I talked about that just didn't turn out. Um, How he wanted So you look at Trevor He started off with Joe Mixon Dalvin Cook Kenny Galladay T.Y. Hilton Dak Prescott And he traded
1: Dalvin Cook Before one game Mm
0: -hmm. That's brutal
1: Awful He probably made a lot of trades He didn't need to Well I guess that's That's the one right If we're looking for the reason Why he didn't make the playoffs Mm -hmm. Because he had Number two fantasy asset
0: Mm -hmm.
1: On the planet And he traded him away Before he even played a damn game Mm -hmm. For what Jameis freaking Winston
0: And Mm -hmm. some picks
2: Trevor, you should also take Drew Lock off your IR. That's uh, yeah, he's he's playing, so
0: he yeah, have him out there. He, I think his issue is that he only drafted Dak, and those next quarterbacks were Drew Lock and Will Greer, and he panicked because he didn't have that second quarterback. Um, but I see that's where it went wrong. He made some he made some questionable trades. The season fell apart around him, and anyone want to add anything to that? Yeah. Well, my thought is a non-playoff team looking at my Well, I thought, mean, the right? biggest the biggest thing with Trevor,
1: right, is, is that he didn't win games. Oof. And to make the playoffs, you have to win games. Yeah. Um, and bright spot, bright spot, I guess, is that he has uh, four picks in the first round. round. Yeah. Four, four firsts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and what do they end up being? It, it's well, it depends on the draft lottery, but pending draft lottery, it's one, and five. one five, and then currently mine would be projected seventh, and the Lindsay's would be projected. 10th
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that's pretty pretty good mm-hmm. and he has somewhere in there his own second his own second he has brad's second or
0: your second to someone's second my second because i tried yeah. it for Kenyon drake which seems like a bad choice now it's but, not a bad choice it's no, not a bad choice Kenyon drake is awesome I, I have some small regrets but that was that one you, do you want to stick around pick back i'll try you to just stick around pick for oh, kenyan drake um no next up is jameson um I, I think his his falls apart when he goes all in yeah, um, and makes a trade to really go for it. I guess a team I don't think he beats. Yeah, I don't think you go for it when you're 2-5. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I think that was the mistake was trading away his first this year and next. Um, but upside, I mean, he we just saw the potential towards the end of the year there. He just put up a 180. He's got a lot of good
0: pieces. Josh Allen, Derek Henry, Devin Singletary. Kenny G, Austin Hooper, like, Curtis Samuel. We're big Curtis Samuel guys. Lost Curtis church.
1: Samuel. So In this house, we are David a Curtis blow. Samuel podcast. David Blow. David the Blow, the vampire.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, if he wasn't so Lions-heavy, he might do better since the Lions are terrible. Like, Jeez. even the Lions might be worse than yeah. the Eagles, and the Eagles just lost to the Dolphins. No
1: so. one's worse than, than, uh, than the Eagles.
0: These Not fair. Honest. You guys lost to the Lions
1: at home this year. Mm-hmm. We did. Never forget.
0: Never forget. Never he mind.
1: has Mike Williams, who looks like a bad motherfucker with some of those. That went old, man. Um, yeah, the roster's I, there. I yeah, I'm I'm not. Uh, and he has what? He has two thirds this year, so not great. But then he's got a first, two seconds, and a whopping four thirds in 2021. I it, I can see the path.
0: Yeah. Um. Karen, do you think he makes playoffs next year? Um.
2: I'd say probably. Probably not unless David Singletary takes that next step. That's a guy that he's probably hoping that improves a lot. Or Curtis Samuel turns into that yeah. you know RB wide wide receiver two kind of range that he has the potential for. So there's there's a path, but if I had to guess, I'd say unlikely. Yeah, I have to agree uh, with uh, what the lack of awesome? draft
0: picks. Lack of draft picks are really gonna come back and haunt him there. Um so yeah, we're gonna keep moving here. Um next up in that third spot was Brad Henderson. Uh, Jacob, do I want to let you beat on Brad first?
1: Um. Well. Well, Brad's mistake was was um. I mean, it's been documented on this podcast. I think the issue. With, I, I don't think that he had a team that was set up to win. Um. In the short term, and I think he acted as though he did. Um. The most of the moves that he made, I think, maximized his potential this year. But but obviously, uh, even with that, it, it didn't work out for him this year. And I don't know if I have as much optimism about the future. Um, there are some good players which we'll get to, but I would say that probably if I had to pinpoint one move, I I, I, I don't know which one, but I would say overall just trading um, trading picks and younger pieces for older pieces, um, I would say
2: was was the mistake.
0: Yeah. Karen, we don't like to rip on him too much. Do you want to rip on, on him for us?
2: Yeah. Uh, I have to look at his transactions, but uh, trading for Julian Edelman and not making the playoffs or mm-hmm. I'd say is one thing that, I mean, in hindsight, I would have done that same move trying to get him because he was a player that but definitely hurt you in the last couple weeks as a former owner of Julian Edelman. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I moved on from him when I did, but uh, I don't know. There's, a, there's some potential. I don't mind his roster. Darren Waller, there's some good receivers, but... I think his QB situation is actually pretty solid.
0: Yeah, I'd I have agree. To say. Yeah,
2: I agree with that. Because uh, Trubisky can't be any worse than he is right now. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan's
0: probably gonna be bounce okay. back in even number back. of years. He's better. It's a true story. Look yeah. up his stats. <laughs> he's only good in even number of years. Is that is that the process? Legitimately, That's process? No, no. He's le- the San Francisco Giants. Look of up uh, his fine. Yeah, honestly, look up his last t- eight years of fantasy. He finishes as a top three asset in even number of years, and every other time he's outside the top ten. It's, I know it's a coincidence, but what if it's not? It is. No, what if it's not? No, it is. Like, what if it keeps happening? Because I mean, the funny thing is,
1: time. I think it will keep happening because Dan Quinn will probably be fired, Dirk Cutter will be fired. He'll get a competent offensive coordinator, and so I do think he'll be better next year. Yeah. But it's not because of fucking even numbers.
0: Anyways, I I think the the bright side is here is that Brad's got a roster to compete next year, and after that it falls apart. Like I can see him. Making a playoff oh. push next year, and after that, it all the wheels come off. So
1: I, I again, I guess it's okay. So who who on Brad's roster is better next year than they are currently? See,
0: but here's the thing: is I think that Brad is one game out, and you look at some of the games he's lost. Brad legitimately. Yeah, but, point, won,
1: but points four, he was 11 for of the
0: 12th. I mean, yeah, true. Only that only is true. Trevor. They only had a Trevor. And Trevor's going to get way better next year. Uh, he's three points or ten points. So who, who's the
1: better assets next year?
0: So Hunt for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, he could be a starter somewhere. Um,
2: Edelman I think still plays next uh-huh. year. Jameson Crowder, good chemistry with Darnold. He's back next year. Mm-hmm. But
1: if, if we're saying better, mm-hmm.
2: like not even, not even as good. If I'm just saying better, well, I would say OJ
1: Howard probably because he literally can't be worse. Nikhil mm-hmm. Harry. Nikhil Harry. Mm-hmm. Audentate, probably Auden Tate. Um, possibly the Gus Bus. I don't know if Ingram moves on or not. Um, he has both though, so it's... right. Um, and then and then Hunt is the obvious one. Mm-hmm. In terms of who's worse, mm-hmm. well Ingram
2: mm-hmm. for
1: sure. Um, I mean maybe Edelman stays, but it, it really I don't see. I think it was a particular set of circumstances for Edelman to be this good. He's never been this good before. Um, if they get a better receiver, if Brady retires, if if Edelman retires. Um, Sanders is on the decline. Tyrell Williams won't be the number one receiver next year. Um, I, I maybe Breed is better. I don't, that one's kind of unclear. Sanu probably worse. Where's Where's your
0: positive for Brad here? That's what I'm trying to find. I I think he's got a shot at playoffs, and that's the best I can say. I would say Brad, don't trade your draft picks next year. That would be my advice. Does he have 2020 draft 2021 draft picks? Um, if you're in his roster there, he,
1: he doesn't have a 2021 20, first, but he has two 2021 20, seconds. And so, yes, I will say that. I, I don't know if I think that I wouldn't be as optimistic that he's a playoff team next year, but I think that he has pieces that will be valuable for playoff teams next year. And so he, um, and so he could definitely trade Edelman's, mm-hmm. maybe Ingram if he sticks around, other folks, it, either usable for a playoff run of his own or, or they could be usable for other teams.
0: Yeah. So then we get to the fourth team in that draft, which would be Nick Martin or Nick Martinow. Um You know what? We all roasted him picking Daniel Jones early. He probably could have got him late, but like this was a good roster. Wasn't terrible. But, it, was, but, it surprised teams. I think it really like
1: it, it wasn't bad. He drafted a good team. Daniel's mistake was just not being a very passive manager. Yeah. Like, like, honestly, and like, he lost he lost due to a points four tiebreaker.
0: Mm-hmm. And there were multiple weeks where he didn't put a defense in his lineup. Mm-hmm. So yeah. No, he didn't lose by the points. He would have lost to me on the points for a tie record. He lost to him on a division record. Oh, because he actually lost he Right, several right, right. times. But right. um Sorry, you like there's bad. a lot of good pieces. Debo Samuel is someone I'm trying to get in every league I can next year. Like Debo Samuel is a stud. Noah Fant is gonna take time, but he's gonna get better. Mario Cooper, your large adult son, is yeah. injured, but he's gonna be great. Like there is so many positive pieces on this. I think what falls apart here team. is just he's too passive, is that and I get it. Again, shout out, Marty, when you if you do listen to this. Uh, I know you're into exam season, so you might want something to break it up. But he's a oh. first-year university student. Oh, and
1: well, and if, he didn't, if he didn't trade Aaron Jones, he's in playoffs. Yeah, probably. No, not probably. Oh, definitely. 100%. Yeah. Sammy Watkins had zero points. Marlon Mack was injured. Yeah. If he still had Aaron Jones on his roster, he would have made the playoffs.
0: Yeah. And so, um, yeah, he made a few bad decisions when he did pay attention. But, again, being in first-year university, I don't blame him. But uh, I know he was hungry to get back into it. And he really wants to do well next year. But he's got he's got the roster to compete. I definitely think um, that division, the big rips division, is the worst division right now in the league. But. It's gonna be uh, the best. It's gonna be one of the best divisions, I think. Oh, I misspoke. I I, I didn't realize how much uh, Trevor actually won, by. I thought he won by like one or two. Aaron Jones wouldn't have, wouldn't have made up the difference. Uh, and by the way, uh, here in the big Rips, that's our volleyball team name. I'm going to tonight. Okay. We have the Miami Heat City Edition jerseys as our jerseys, and the pink ones are LeBaron ones. They're fire. Lit. They're they're just, so um, is it the actual jerseys. No, no, like I like I redid all the design work, oh. and then they're identical except they say our logo on.
2: It, so. Right.
1: So. Um, and I would I would echo your statements by the way. Um, I think that Marty, especially if he takes a bit of a more active role next year, is one of the teams that would be really set up to make a move because mm-hmm. that Cooper Godwin combo wide receiver. Mm-hmm. That's that's going to be two top ten wide receivers mm-hmm. for the next three to four years. I and think. he does have and his first. Get, and you build off of that.
0: He didn't move any draft picks. Yeah. He can go and acquire more if he wants, make some off moves, or, um, right. or not. And Mack. I
1: mean, I didn't like Mac as much as Aaron Jones, but he's still a very viable asset.
0: Um, for those of you that are listening at this point, I will let you know, though, once uh, Week 17 does wrap up, the trade deadline is is back on. Like, you can trade and okay. stuff like that in the offseason. I'll put in more info about how that's happening uh, later on. But just so you know, like, you, you can trade in the offseason. You can still make moves before the draft. So... Um, you know, some people here are going to want to trade their lives away here to get whatever, but um, so cool. you're going to have, so have so many text messages from him and Lindsay and Tom just trying to move everything. You know that, right? Yes. Yeah. So um, Big next structural up. structural change. Uh, Courtney. Uh, Courtney's issue. You go go. Coco. Yeah. Coco makes it if she doesn't have injuries. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cam Newton. IR. David Njoku, oh, who was gonna have a good season. I know. AJ Green has not yet played this season. Yeah. Like David Johnson. Mm-hmm. Who's not injured, but has been injured He's um, beleaguered. Alshon Jeffrey's missed a few games. But there are nice pieces on here. And, and Coco does not have her first. Mm-mm. No, she does not. She, her but she does year. have two firsts in 2021. Yes. So I don't think Coco makes the playoffs next year. No, I but I, I think I, she does in twenty twenty one.
1: No. Uh I think she does in twenty twenty two after those two 2021 firsts are used.
0: Oh I guess that would make sense,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um I think that Coco's Coco's biggest hit was the Cam injury. Yeah. Because not only did it injure Cam, but then that made her trade Devontae Adams for Kyle Allen and Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Cooks I don't I think that was a totally defensible trade at the time, mm-hmm. but Cooks has sucked ass. Mm-hmm. Kyle Allen sucks ass. Mm-hmm. Um and so then it, it ends up going and didn't make playoffs this year so into next year that looks like looks like um
2: well it's like Donna Adams for not much can mm-hmm. you guess what Brandon cook's rank on the year is um 42 I'm gonna for, for PPR for I'm YPC, gonna right? guess
1: like 40 I'm gonna actually I'm gonna guess like 54.
2: Yeah, 42 keep going 65th overall wow that's not nice
0: no it's and he was nice. he probably was top 20 off the board top 24 I, oh,
2: I, I picked him in the third round Yep.
0: yeah yeah, I was um, glad I unloaded that. three games of zero
2: points as well. Oh. I guess those have been two games injured, one.
0: I would say the best thing for her going forward is Josh Jacobs looks like a stud. Like, she's got yep. a good, solid running back. Uh, if Cam does come back and play somewhere else, <laughs> Cooks has got to have a better season. AJ Green, if he plays. Like, there are some pieces, but yeah, that looks definitely bleak. Uh, and last but not least in the non-playoff teams at the sixth pick right now, I'll let you boys do it.
1: Oh. What, uh, what went wrong? Well, it started with Antonio Brown. <laughs> yep. Um, then, I mean, I think um, I've been saying this. Habib said this on the podcast. I think you were way too conservative over the last, like, going up to the trade deadline. I think your team was good. I think you could have been a serious contender this year without sacrificing that many young pieces. I Like, if, if I were you, like, because what, what do you finish with here you you have two peaks picks in each round this year or what is it two firsts
0: i moved a second and two thirds
1: two firsts second and two thirds to me that's that's insanity like you already have a team of young people you don't need five picks um so if i were you i 1000% of especially because you have jameson's first i would 100% moved your own first i would have moved both the seconds and i would have moved both the thirds like maybe i would have kept one second but like i think if you do that you're you, win, you probably win the division, and you're probably sitting in the two-seed right now.
0: And here's the thing is that uh, my, my answer to this, and the only thing that's this is exactly where I am to be. I was expecting about seven and six. I was hoping that would squeak me into the playoffs when I was looking at all the games. And when you and I were saying how many games I'd win, I had myself coming in around seven and six. Um, and I thought that would be enough. But I think, in my I mean, you guys trade a lot, so things can change. But which team are you more worried about than mine Next year, two years from now, three years from now, based on what it looks like now. Well, Tom and Lindsay's. Tom and Lindsay's who have a lot yeah. of really great pieces and are really in. But I think that the Tom Lindsay dynasty happens and maybe I compete in the kind of the second year, third year of that. And then I don't see where I lose for the next five years. Well, I, I, get, that that, I get that. I get that, back, but it's a little it's a little
1: optimistic back. based on, I guess the thing that I look at is like fantasy is full of variance. Uh-huh. And you can have the best team in a given year and not win. Yep. Right? Like, I I think that, like, Lindsay has a case of being either the best roster, the second best roster. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going to beat him this week, but it's totally plausible. And then he's traded all his picks, and he's out out in the first round, and he has this great team, but but he doesn't win anything this year. That's totally possible. So, to me, I think you want as many bites of the apples as you can. I, I just, you are, your team is young anyway. So, I guess this would be my thing. Like I don't see as much of a need for five picks. The Jamison pick is is going to is second overall. So if I if I were managing your team, what I would have done two weeks ago or three weeks ago, well, I would have traded your own first for Edelman. I would have traded um, probably a hundred percent. I would have done that. I would have traded probably a second and a third for I don't know some someone else is a little bit more marginal just to help with some of the bye yep. weeks so you aren't starting Kalen Bellages down the stretch and then and then if I wanted multiplicity of picks I just trade that second overall pick to a team like Kieran for instance who's going to need a quarterback mm-hmm. and then I get multiple first out of it anyway yep. Would have been probably my move, and even if not, even if you had you you your team is so young, like you really could be set up well for the future with zero draft picks. So I, I think you could have competed for this year. I still think you're set up good for the future, but I think yeah. you could have competed this year.
0: Definitely, the, the bright spot of mine is that I feel that I probably have one of the youngest teams, and my young players are all extremely skilled. The only player I look at my roster that has any question marks is Zach Ertz, and I've got Dallas Goddard on my right. bench. So you place one with the other. So um, I'm definitely positive about it uh i you know what this is all coming down to i have to trust that i think i'm gonna draft the 2020 class well uh i think i'm gonna do the best at knowing who i want and getting those guys and i will be active on draft day moving up and moving down to really go after those guys but um i like where i'm at and i like a lot i i'm probably the highest on the 2020 class out of any of us i know jacob is high but like you guys say that draft picks don't matter i think this 2020 class changes the trajectory of certain franchises. Like I think Trevor is gonna have a top team in two years because of this class. If he can draft half decently, which again, that's not his strong suit. So so yeah, that's kind of the recap of all this. Wanna keep pushing this forward. Uh we're gonna move into I believe our matchups.
2: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Sweet. Yeah. So we're going to go which into which one do we want to start with here? Matchup. Do you want to start in the We'll, to toilet, or the toilet we'll do a quick bowl. toilet bowl check. Right. Uh Toilet bowl games. Pretty simple. You lose, you go on to the next week. You win, you get set, and you're safe from the clown costume. First week here. Uh, first game is myself against Nick Martino. Uh, Marty has one quarterback. That's my answer. I think I win this game without a problem. I'm projected to beat him by 30. He only has Patrick Mahomes. Daniel Jones is injured. Marcus Mariota is not playing, so he's only going to play one quarterback, and I've got some good matchups, so it's not too concerned. Uh, the other one, real quick, is Coco against Brad. Um, Coco, again, her team's slowly getting healthier, but right now it looks like it's going to be a Brad victory. I think this one's going to be real close, and it really comes down to um, just which players boom more. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey's got a great matchup. Kyle Rudolph's got a great matchup. Parker's got a great matchup. Like The Patriots' defense against uh, Kansas City, do they shut them down, do they not shut them down? So um, That's quick. I think I've got Brad winning that. Brad, Coco, anybody want to leave their thoughts? And myself and Marty. Um, let's see here.
1: I'm looking through the matchups. Looking through the matchups. Yeah, I think I'm gonna lean Brad,
2: and I'm gonna lean you on those two.
0: Cool, Kieran. Kieran?
2: Yeah, I'd have to have to agree with those two. Okay,
0: well, Coco and Kier, or er, Coco and uh, not Kieran. Damn it, Coco and Marty, the other Giants fan. Uh, it looks like you guys will be into the next round if we're right about the toilet bowl. So uh, I'm going to quickly set this one up. I'm going to go first game. We're going to talk about in the actual playoffs since it's these two guys here. Uh, Jacob, I'm going to give you first crack to talk about Kieran and Sid's matchup here while I quickly disappear for a second.
1: Well, this is the matchup that I wish I was in if I had started James White. Um, so we're going to do this one. We're going to do full breakdowns of these two mm. playoff matchups. So on Kieran's side, all right, on the quarterback's, Gonna go position by position. You got Baker and Jacoby in two beautiful matchups. The Bengals and the Bucks. Um, Sid right now, well I assume she's gonna change this. She's right now she's starting Goff and Darnold. Sid, if you're listening. Benching Deshaun Watson last week was not smart. You have a second life because Austin's team was so inept and because Marty lost to Trevor. Don't bench Deshaun Watson again. <laughs> Put him in your lineup. He's very good. He is the number three quarterback in fantasy. Don't bench him. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming that he's going to go in for Darnold. Um, let's see. So I, I would give if it's if it's Goff and Watson, Brissett and Baker
2: giving the edge to sit on quarterbacks. Yeah. And there's a chance that Baker doesn't play. It looks like he's. You know, the, he said he's, he's probable, fine. but limited at practice today. So. I'm uh. What. A, yeah, that's, the only, that's my only, that's my biggest concern, but I think regardless of what Baker does. I, yeah, then then who would you,
1: who do you, oh boy, then are you just playing one quarterback at that point? Ah, uh, likely, also? yeah. Or I guess, who's the, who's the Browns' backup?
0: Who's the Browns' backup quarterback? Don't know, because I was going to say Tyrod <laughs> Taylor, but he plays for the Chargers now.
1: Who's the Browns' backup quarterback? We're going to find this out live on air, because I, I need Baker in my league, uh, and I might need to know this Browns backup quarterback information. It's Garrett Gilbert. Who where knows? did he go to college. Who knows? Garrett Gilbert. I didn't know that guy as a person. Yeah, and um, Jacob knows every person. Because so. Drew Stanton is on injured reserve, which means it's Garrett Gilbert, who I think is a fake name. Um where where did Garrett I know Garrett Grayson. He uh he went, Garrett Gilbert was a 6th round pick in the 2014 draft. He's from Buffalo, New York. Mm -hmm. He went to college at Southern Methodist University in Texas. SMU. Mustangs? Uh, Go Mustangs. And uh, he's probably really bad. Um, He, Yeah, he's never started an NFL game, I don't believe. Um, In Uh, his last season at SMU, he – oh, good numbers. mm Mm-hmm. 3,600 yards, 21 touchdowns. He,
0: oh, he's got a little rushing appeal. Baker's playing, and wife, Sid and it. Sid's going to win this game because I have to vote play for Sid. Baker. You better play Baker. I have to vote for Sid based on oh. loyalties. We're going
1: position by position, mm-hmm. Austin, just because you went to the washroom, we're, we're doing tail to tape. Okay? We said Sid wins quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Okay? Then, uh... This one should be easy. The running, the running backs,
0: backs is all Chubb and Gurley versus Cohen and Hud And uh, even if you toss Barkley in there, like no, it still
1: doesn't matter. Oh right, yeah. Well, she has Barkley in the flex, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so so then I guess it'd be, it'd be Barkley and Cohen versus Chubb and Gurley. Still, that's that's that goes to Kieran. So it's one one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tight end situation. Um, well, it's definitely Kieran because mm-hmm. Jason Witten sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mark not like Andrews there's any
0: other options out there. Doesn't.
1: though. not um, wide receivers. We got, uh, top two, I guess, Evans and Sutton mm-hmm. versus... Calvin Ridley and and Lockett. Lockett. Ridley and Lockett. Um... These are really good. I think you gotta go
0: Evans-Sutton because Tyler Lockett has caught one pass in two weeks. Um, I'd just like to pause really quick and say that Kieran's the best guest we've had. Yeah, he snacks. snacks. Uh, step it up, you fuckers that have come on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Oh, except Sid. Shout out Sid, because you're always here, and you don't bring us food, but you usually make us laugh, so... Yeah. You're, like, an honorary producer, so you don't count, but the rest of you didn't bring fucking snacks, and Kieran asked what snacks we wanted, so you're the best. You can come on any week you want.
2: Sounds good. Until
0: you're, like, we'll, we'll broadcast you in from France. Yeah. And
2: then lastly, this season with the flex, mm-hmm. which is, um, we've got
0: Hyde,
1: Westbrook, McLaren. and McLaurin. Probably McLaurin. Versus Geis, Jimmy Washington, and Hollywood Brown. Given the matchups, I'm leaning with Washington and Geis um, against Green Bay and Arizona. But I think this one's fairly even. Mm-hmm. Other thoughts?
0: No, I think it's a great breakdown. Um, the only defense is Cowboy. I like Cowboy, uh, Vikings and Cowboys. They're probably two of my top five defenses this week. I can see them both I like putting points. The Vikings points. are at home, but mm-hmm. um, I just don't trust Mitch on a short week. Um, I guess mm-hmm. he didn't. He did, did he play Thanksgiving? No. Yeah, he, he did. did. Okay, so it's not a short week, but. Uh, that Dallas defense is scary. Mitch Trubisky is turnover prone. Well, true. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say is I like Kieran better at every
1: position except for quarterback. Mm-hmm. Even though Sid has a very large advantage at quarterback, mm-hmm. I am
0: voting for Kieran Hall. Mm-hmm. Who you're, you're taking Sid out of obligation. I'm taking Sid out of obligation. I think this is very close. I think it's closer than projections say. Um, I think this game is yeah. settled bet- uh, with eight points or less. Okay, Kieran, who are you taking? I'd probably... I think if Baker
2: does play... I would feel pretty confident in my chances, but if he does not end up playing, uh, then having to start probably Darius Slayton or Benny Snell uh, just makes me a bit nervous in terms of...
0: Eli to Slayton? You don't believe in it? No, the Snellster. You know, Take, start the Snell. Yeah, was, you
2: know zone I would have to say if Eli does play and I make the decision to start Eli, and Eli Manning... Wins, Is he on your roster? No, but no. But he will be. Is he on the waiver wire?
0: Oh, I hope so. I hope no one has... It's won. only you or Marty. He's on the waivers.
2: I
1: believe
0: in Eli. If you play, so, if Baker's uh, out and you play Eli and you win, you're the biggest hero in this league. Oh, know, man.
2: And you and have, I have to say, win with Eli. And they're playing the Eagles, so Fuck. I think... It's a, it's a beatable secondary. Very as, beatable. A, as a longtime Giants fan, if Eli Manning won me a fantasy matchup against the Eagles and the Giants won that game, and Eli's last game as a Giant, I'd have to say that would be the greatest moments since they won the Super Bowl. Wow! For, as as a Giants as a Giants fan, you got you got to start slating too. You got to have the stack. Oh yeah, we'll see what we'll see <laughs> what. With you.
0: Yeah, do it. You know, what I believe in you. Bench Baker, Baker's injured. Just do it. Yeah, you don't want to play him. So that far, we're not. gonna move on now. Um, we've got Jacob and Habib in our other playoff game here. This one is insanely close in some ways and not close at all in others. Um, you um, you I
1: in we're gonna need a miracle.
0: You came along. You sexy thing. You sexy thing. All right, let's break this one down. All right, so quarterbacks, I actually think are a lot closer. Uh, Carson Wentz against New York, the Giants, and Russell Wilson against the Rams. Uh, against Kirk Cousins and Ryan Tannehill. Um, some you match-ups. might play some Jameson Winston here. I'm not playing Jameis. Okay. We're playing T- Tannehill against
1: Oakland. We have we believe in Ryan. I think actually, you win this because I think cause if T- Dalvin Cook doesn't play, you win this hard. I don't even think that matters. Zimmer, Zimmer will run that ball yeah. no matter what. He wants to establish that run. Um, but I, I love the matchup. Yeah. Cousins is going to light up Detroit. Tanner is going to light up Oakland. Yep. I feel, I feel good about my quarterbacks.
0: But here's the thing. You need a miracle. If Dalvin Cook doesn't play this week, I think you've got yes, it, but Dalvin, he's got Alexander Madison. Yeah, Never Madison is the same. Thing. Madison's great. Uh, running backs, uh, we've got Melvin Gordon, Chris Carson against Le'Veon Bell and Aaron Jones. Uh, well, put, put cook Even in if there. I put, put
1: cook, cook in there or put, I put, put Madison cook, in there, Summon Cook for Bell. Yeah.
0: yeah, I still I like his size. Cook and Jones, Cook slash Madison and Jones. Um, Carson Penny's been looking good, like past the eye test, past the numbers test. Um, and Melvin Gordon's been pretty okay. Like Jacksonville's definitely a good matchup. Melvin looked great but, last week. Melvin um, fantastic last week. I'm going Habib on these running backs. What do you think? You're going to be as well? To go, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah I, I agree, but I think you're underselling Melvin. He looked um, terrific. Though.
0: Wide receiver, OBJ and Devontae Adams uh, against Stefan Diggs and Allen Robinson. Um, Tough matchups for your receivers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Diggs is not a... Digs is against, against Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, I can see him Detroit. going off.
0: But OBJ against Cincinnati, and uh, the Browns really want to come out and play for that game. And Adams against Washington. Can you name anybody on Washington's defense? Yes, actually. I, know you can. Yeah. I don't want to test that. Never mind. Linen Collins. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. So I think habib has got you beat at wide receiver. Um,
1: I, I actually... I don't disagree, but I think if I have any chance of win, I I have confidence that my two receivers will outscore him. Devontae Adams has been like other than the two touchdown week last week, he's been pretty pedestrian this year. I, I'm and just gonna the idea that OBJ is is, is anything more than a back end wide receiver two at this point is utterly ridiculous. The issue is I don't think Alan Robinson forever. is
0: Alan Robinson's a wide receiver three this week because Mitch if you look at Mitch Trubisky's numbers when actually he could have a big night because that'll be where Mitch throws it, but Mitch is not good against a top ten defense, Dallas has a top ten pass defense. Is that your own thoughts, or is that from the Fantasy Footballers podcast? Hey, I didn't know you started listening. I definitely <laughs> stole that number straight from them. That's where I got my stats from. I uh, mean, here's
1: here's what I would, here's what I would look at. Allen Robinson, in home games, 17 fantasy points, 14 fantasy points, 24 fantasy points, 14 fantasy points, 25 fantasy points. He's been a wide receiver, two or better, every single week he's been at home.
0: All right, so we're going to move on now. Tight ends here. we got George Kittle, Hunter Henry. I think this is a wash. Think Hunter Henry could have a big game. Kittle is going to have a pretty good game, but I think this comes maybe I think, I think to that's a wash. I think
1: that's a yeah. a wash.
0: And then to if everyone were to play to Delving, Bell or sorry Bell, yeah. Thielen, and Hopkins against James White, Sony Michelle. Oh yeah, he wins Kirk, this one. He wins this hard. He wins James hard. White's going to have a great game against Kansas City. Sony Michelle is not. So, so Sony Michelle has played 2 games against Kansas City in his career. Do you, you want he's to know he's gone stats? No, he's gone
1: off. Do you want all those stats? He has 234 yards and four touchdowns in two games against Kansas City. Like, I I, I think there's a path for both of them to do well. I, I might not start Sony because I, I think that if I was ranking the plays between White, Michelle, and Fuller, I'd rank it White 1, Michelle 2, and Fuller 3. My only concern is I need upside, and the upside of starting two running backs in the same backfield caps that a little bit, so I might have to pick... One out of White and Michelle, but I, I think they're both good plays. I think they're going to try to establish the run with Michelle in the first half. If that goes great, awesome. Michelle has thirty points. If it doesn't go as good, then White will come on the second half. I, yeah, Michelle's lit up, Casey.
0: Uh, and last but not least, your defense, Browns Packers. I think that's a wash as well. I think they're both again. Those, those are kind plays. of my other top five defenses. Yep. Um, so I've got that being a wash. I give that win to a Habib. That, and, that's fair. Yeah, Kieran.
2: I have to agree on that one. Yeah.
1: I uh, I also agree but I like being the underdog. Yeah. Um I mean Habib Habib should be the favorite. I think that sleeper's a little extra. I think I have better than a twenty one percent chance. Yeah, the,
0: the, the number the only thing I agree with guys <laughs> in projections is that twenty one percent is not quite. I at least like, give myself like that.
1: like thirty, but uh, we'll
0: see. Like see I like being the underdog. Awesome. So those are gonna be those games there. Um quick review of the power rankings. Um, I still I I now that we're into playoffs, I've got Tom as the number one yes. in the playoff rankings. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna keep Adam at two. Yeah, he has one because less game, to win. One less game yeah. to win. Habib is at three. Uh, I've got Jacob at four, Kieran at five, and Sid at six.
1: Any disagreements? I, I, I would put Kieran ahead of me just because I think he has an easier pathway to success this week. Yeah, and an easier pathway to success next week. I think Adam's the easier mm-hmm. matchup. I agree with that. The fact that I have to beat Habib and Tom it makes it virtually impossible.
0: Yeah. Uh, on the downside, I'm at seven, um, just missing out. Uh, I would put Marty, uh, he's got some injuries right now, so I'm not going to put I him put there. Brad there. Put, put Brad there. Put Brad at eight. I'm going to put Marty at nine, Coco at 10, Jameson at 11, and Trevor at 12. Any disagreements?
1: That sounds about right to me.
0: All right, so we're going to do that. Um, wait, wait, wait. Where did you put Jameson? 11. I probably could move him up. Oh, no, I like guess he,
1: he has, he has because of the body, he has one yeah. less chance to win his way out, so that's yeah. fair. Yeah.
0: So, that being said, was this the last segment you want to get into here? Um, what, do we have another segment? No, I don't think so.
1: I don't think so. I think we're just oh, so done. We're going to give you a
0: one-minute rant because I'm going to try not to be late for volleyball for once in my life. Jacob, the floor is going to be your Kieran, do you want to rant about something? Yeah, you rant.
2: Um, what am I going to rant about? Why I should have started James White?
0: <laughs> you got anything you want to rant about? Here? No.
2: Uh, I'd have to say when you try to tank... Tank harder is all I got
0: <laughs> <be. laughs> hey, Here's the thing about tanking. Actually, I'm going to make a really quick dynasty rant about this. Uh, tanking, I really discourage tanking. I think that we should all try and compete as long as we can. But I do like how it was done in this league, is that no one outwardly tanked. No one Trevor ever benched. Tanked. Well, but he never benched oh, his I good see. guys. Okay. He okay. always went yeah, out yeah. there and tried his best to win. Right. But he made trades that made sense for the future. So that's something I really like about our league. Is you see a lot of places where they will <clears throat> legitimately bench Russell Wilson yeah. to play... I don't know who's a chair to who. Who the heck was Cincinnati's Bengals quarterback? I already forgot his name. Ryan Finley. Yeah, Ryan Finley. Like if you're benching Russell Wilson, play Ryan Finley. That's outwardly tanking. I think there should be like a rule. You should have to play
1: like, like at minimum something like eighty or eighty-five percent of your best projected lineup at all times. That should be like a rule. And like a lot of everyone's done it anyway. But that would be a rule. Yeah,
0: so it's kind of an honorary thing. But I really like how you guys have done it. You haven't really tanked. So appreciate that um, as the commish. And yeah. um... As we wrap this thing up, I will let you guys know. I'm going to send you all a message uh, probably tomorrow when I'm less busy at work. When this goes after this goes up, and let you guys know kind of how the payout structure is going to be, what the off-season looks like, all those little details there. So, with that being said, we're going to sign off here. Kieran, thanks for joining us. Try to keep this one a little bit short so we're not going over. Uh, it doesn't help that I left my laptop at my friend's house and had to go back and get it. And yeah, Note
1: that. Glad to note yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I'm
0: sorry. That's why it's a little short here because I have to rush, but. Uh, as we always like to say, thank you for listening. Uh, good luck in your playoff matchups, especially those of you in the toilet bowl. Don't want to be in the clown costume later this year. Jacob, clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Awesome, One Thanks more drop. Me. I have one more drop. One more We're drop. ...game on the defense, okay? I don't care who you play, whether it's a high school team, a junior college team, a college
1: team, much less an NFL team, when you turn the ball over five times, four interceptions, one for a touchdown three others in field position to set up touchdowns. You ain't going to beat anybody I just talked about. Anybody. Alright? And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave them the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. <laughs> oh, you know? You can't turn the ball over five times like that. Where's oh, the playoffs, crap. Part? I don't know who the hell Where's we think we are Where's... when we do something oh. like that unbelievable five turnovers one of them for we've we thrown in four interceptions protection position that might be an nfl right that's pitiful i mean it's absolutely pitiful to, to perform like that pitiful
0: what that uh, the playoffs talk about playoffs are you kidding me playoffs i just hope we can win a game